Well, good morning, everyone. How are you today? Are you well? Simon. Yeah. Yes. Are you all ready for a story? Yes. Shall we begin? I hope you're all sitting comfortably. Once upon a time. Oh, no, that's the wrong genre, isn't it? Yes. <laughs> the story I'm going to tell today has much more historical basis to it. It's a lot of historical evidence for today's story. It is, it is not a once upon a time story. So we're going to start with some of the history. About 2,000 years ago, there was a young man. A young man who was born in Tarsus in the Roman province of Cilicia. He was a Jew by birth. He was born to Jewish parents, but was also a Roman citizen. His parents were devout, good, upright Jews. Possibly his parents may well have been rulers in the synagogue. On the eighth day, as the law required, he was taken to the rabbi at the synagogue where he was circumcised and he was named Saul after the great king himself. Every week, the family would celebrate the Shabbat meal after sunset on a Friday and then they would go and join the Jewish community on the Saturday to enjoy worship in the synagogue. Young Saul loved the prayers. He loved to hear the congregation reciting and singing the Psalms. He loved the moment in the worship where the rabbi would go into the ark and bring out a scroll of scripture and read it out to the people. He loved his faith. He loved his religion. He loved his worship. By the time he was about nine years of age, he was fluent in reading the scriptures himself. And occasionally he might even be asked to read from the scroll. His parents can see that he had a real calling to be religious. And soon after his bar mitzvah, they decided to send him to Jerusalem to continue his studies. So as a young man, he traveled to Jerusalem and he entered the holy orders of the Pharisees. The Pharisees who were respected by everyone for their devotion to prayer, their devotion to study, and above all, their devotion to the keeping of the Jewish law. Everybody regarded them as great and holy. Saul's favorite place in Jerusalem was the temple. He loved the grand architecture that gave glory to God. He loved the smell of the incense that burnt as the people prayed. He loved to hear the choirs singing the psalms. And his, va his very favorite place was the place just in front of the Holy of Holies, where there was this great curtain that separated the worshippers from the true holiness of God. And as a young man, as he looked at that curtain, he noticed something strange. Recently, it seemed to have been repaired. So there he was in Jerusalem, 
often in the temple. And there he had found peace with himself and peace with his God. Until one day, as he was praying in the temple, there was a disturbance outside the door. The people, including the Pharisees, turned and they all went out of the great door of the temple to see what the disturbance was. And there they found a crowd. And amongst the crowd were many of the Sanhedrin, many of the priests, many of the Sadducees, many of the Levites, and many of the Pharisees. And they had surrounded one man. And the people were shouting at this man, Heretic! Heretic, you're a follower of the way. You're one of those disciples of Jesus the Nazarene. Saul joined that crowd as they took that heretic out of the city gate. And there, just outside the city gate, the Pharisees took a lead. They took off their cloaks and they gave them to the young man Saul to hold. And his elders took up rocks and they hurled them at the man called Stephen and they stoned him to death. And Saul approved because this was what the law required. And over the next few days, there was a great persecution of the followers of the way. And many of them fled Jerusalem. They left Jerusalem. They fled from Judea. They went up, up north through Samaria and Galilee and out of the borders of Israel into what we call today Syria. And they fled to the city of Damascus. Paul in his fervor and his devotion, went to see the high priest. And the high priest gave him a letter. A letter introducing him, him to the synagogue in Damascus. A letter inviting Saul to arrest the followers of the way that might hide there and to bring them back to Jerusalem for a trial. And so Paul set off. He left Jerusalem. He traveled north to the northern border of Judea. He skirted his way around Samaria because he would not, did not want to risk becoming unclean as he traveled through Samaria. Because there were stories that if you travel through Samaria as a good Jew, you might come across a corpse of an animal or even a person. And there were also stories of bandits on the road. So he traveled round the edge of Samaria. He traveled north through Galilee, past the Great Lake, crossed the border into Syria. And he approached the great city of Damascus. As he was approaching the great city of Damascus, suddenly 
from the skies, from the heavens, came a great light. And it fell upon Saul. And he fell to the ground in dread as the light flashed around him. Saul, Saul, why do you persecute me? Lord, who are you? I am Jesus, whom you are persecuting. Now get up and go to Damascus and wait there, for I will send you instruction. And as Saul got to his feet, and as he opened his eyes, he found that his sight had gone. The fellow travelers with him had seen the light and they had heard the sound and they helped him travel into the city. And there in the city, he found a house to stay in and he prayed for three days and he ate nothing and he drank nothing. Meanwhile, there was a follower of the way, one of the disciples of Jesus the Nazarene, who was also praying. He was praying the same night as Paul, Saul, was praying. And the Lord came to him in a vision. Ananias! Yes, Lord? Ananias, I want you to go to the house of Judas in Straight Street. For there you will find a man by the name of Saul of Tarsus. I want you to go to his house and pray for him that he might receive his sight. Are you kidding, Lord? (laughs) I've heard stories about this man. He's come from Jerusalem to persecute us and arrest us and take us back to Jerusalem. You must be kidding. Ananias, go. For this man has received a vision that a man named Ananias will come to him and pray for him and that he will receive his sight. So very, very, very reluctantly, Ananias goes. He goes to a house in Straight Street that's owned by his friend Judas. He enters it. And there he prays for a man called Saul. Brother Saul, the Lord Jesus has sent me to you. For you are his chosen servant. His chosen servant to take the gospel to the Gentiles and their kings and to my people Israel. Receive the Holy Spirit. And as Ananias prays for Saul, 
something like scales fell from his eyes. And as he stood, he could see again. And that very night, Ananias with his friends, they baptized Saul in the name of Jesus, the Messiah. And we know where this story goes from there. That's where the story begins. But where does it end? Well, it ends with Paul in prison. Many years later, and his eyes have begun to fail. It must have been over 50 by then. And there, in prison, awaiting for his fate to come, Paul writes several letters. And one of them, he, he writes to his friends in the church in Philippi. Dear friends, Dear brothers and sisters, in faith of our Lord, from Paul, an apostle. If anyone thinks they have reasons to put confidence in religion, I have more. Circumcised on the eighth day of the people of Israel, of the tribe of Benjamin. A Hebrew of Hebrews, in regard to the law, a Pharisee, as for zeal, persecuting the church, as for legalistic righteousness, completely faultless. But whatever was to my profit, I now consider loss for the sake of Christ for the sake of the Messiah. What is more, I consider everything as loss compared to the surpassing greatness of knowing Christ Jesus, my Lord. Compared to the surpassing greatness of knowing Christ Jesus, my Lord. Amen.